Hey everyone, welcome to the Christmas special of Son of a Bitch. We're recording this on Christmas Day. No, we're not. We're Part of our New Year's resolution was to take back up the podcast. Christmas Eve, let's do it. No. Um, it's actually January 9th. Are you going to say anything? Got ice cream in my mouth. Stop eating during the podcast. I can't help it. It's good ice cream. Um, <laughs> so- shout out to Ben and Jerry's. Country, country monkey. Mm, country monkey. <laughs> it's it's a no Jared Pickles, but uh, we should we start with explaining Jared Pickles yeah, 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 or just course. wait for later? Uh, we'll just explain Jared Pickles later. <laughs> okay. Uh, for those of you who want to know about Jared Pickle Pickles, can't even say Jared Pickles right. Shout out to us in the comments section. Yes. Begging for the Jared Pickles story. Yes. Well, we might pick it up later on this episode. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Although we're trying to keep this one lower. Like, our yeah. other ones have been around 45 minutes. Yeah. We've had better listening to our nine-minute one, which we listened to that still felt a lot longer than nine minutes. I've got some, like... You, you guys like that? Just enough with the A. Do, do you not like M-R. the ASMR? No. All right. If you want, you can ask people in the comments to ask if they'd like an episode in ASMR. Yes, please do that. Okay, so... Um, I'd like to start out by saying our podcast is sponsored by viewers like you. Please give (laughs) us money. Uh, There's actually now a sponsor link. Uh, We're not asking for much. Everybody gives us like 50 cents. We can feed our cats. Yes. Right, Cheetah? Oh, he didn't make noise when I lifted him up. Oh, they did. All right. Okay, so uh, it took us about six months to have the courage to watch another episode. Yeah. Uh, Towns, how do you feel after watching? We're on episode five, guys. Um, Towns, tell me a little bit about episode five. So episode five is What Have You Done to Me? Is that what it's called? Isn't it? I was going to look it up while you were just telling a little bit about it. Okay, yeah, do that. Just fact check me. Okay, so go ahead, Towns. Tell me about so what catch us up. Because it's been a while. Everyone at the school has found out that she's pregnant. Yes. Even the counselor knows. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that scene. Okay, so I think part of our New Year's resolution needs to be slightly find a way to become more organized in the way that we talk about this show. No. <laughs> no? No. But we have, like, no ability to keep it regimented. All right. So, what should we do then? Well, maybe we could go through it. Uh, okay. So, you're right. Everybody knows she's pregnant now. Yeah. And so, how she, does the episode start? The episode starts with that really... I want to say... Oh, wait. Hold on. I took notes. Um, it starts with the really awesome bench picnic. Oh, yeah. Yes. The bench picnic. Okay, so he takes oh. her on a picnic, which I have concerns about this to begin with. Just that picnic has some, like, great scenes, though. The, the picnic like is lovely. Yeah. But, like, number one, he, like, sits down with this. First of all, like, they go to take the picnic, and he's like, I hate sitting on the ground. Let's sit on this bench. Yeah. Do you sit on benches during picnics? No. No, you don't. No. I don't understand what's going on there. Then he's like, oh, let's get out our stuff here. 
And he pulls out, like, just a glass plate. Yes. Filled with chicken wings. Yes. I have concerns with this. Can you guess what they might be? What are they? Okay, they're not in Tupperware or anything. Like, you're telling me that he kept that basket perfectly still and that the chicken wings just stayed in there on a loose plate perfectly. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. The plate, and not, like, even the chicken wing juice isn't, like, around the outside of the plate. There's no chicken wing juice. Like, he pulls out two perfect glass steins for their unlabeled they, ginger ale. I think that they're just, like, wine glasses. Well, they're, like, champagne flutes. Yeah. I don't know if they call that Stein. I think a Stein is more like a flagon. I think you're right. I think you're right. But he has... And there's no chicken goopiness on any of those? No. I like how, like, she's the only one who eats the chicken. He gets out, like, a nice plate of, like, fruits and apples. Yeah, we don't see any of that getting eaten either. And it looks super plastic. Yeah. And it's, like, stuck to there. But I don't believe that it would be possible for the, like chicken wings and the barbecue sauce to not have gotten everywhere did you like that he packed like a little wet wipe yes and he like it he wouldn't even let her like she was about to open it and he just like grabbed her hands and like opened it for her okay so you want to tell everybody what happens at the bench um, picnic i feel like it was like oh um i think the first thing that happened was she's like i'm a whore no, that was later. Was that after? Yeah, because first she said, he said, I love you. Yeah, and her response though was, thanks. Me too. <laughs> like, do you think she meant thanks, me too, like, I love me also? Yes. <laughs> or, I love you too. It would have been better if she just didn't say me too, just thanks. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of liked the me too. I think it's like a, I love myself also. <laughs> Okay, so then he gets down on his knee. And he proposes to her. Yes, and we had kind of forgotten, but in the previous episode, the dad had assumed that maybe she was pregnant. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yes. And given her the ring, or given him the ring, from his dead wife to propose. Yes. Because that seems reasonable. Yeah. And he did propose. I have to say, the diamond was really good sized. Yeah. Did you think it was good sized? I didn't pay attention to that. It was bigger than the one your dad got me. Ooh, throwing some shade. Well, he was, like, the guy in the show is the sausage king. Yes, and she will become the sausage princess. Yeah, in fact, I, um, he said, I love you, and I want to marry you. And then he said, uh, there's a thing in here that he said, oh, what? god damn it. Did she said no, right? She didn't say yes or no. She just started... She just bawled. Yeah, she just... Well, she's never a good response to that. Just start crying. Sobbing. Well, yeah, but then he was all like, oh, you could just say yes. I hope that this isn't too... uh, A yes would suffice. Yeah, like, I don't think this is what would happen. Oh, and also, I'll I'll bring up the whore part. Mm -hmm. She's saying, like, I'm a whore. And his response is, you're my whore. That's true. And that's... that. I was actually okay with that line. Yeah? No. He, <laughs> he should have said, like... No, you're not a whore. Or I wouldn't use that word. I don't yeah. know anything other than you're my whore. Um, okay, so this is what he said. You're smart, and I can get by on my dad's money. Yes. Um, he's really psyched to have a kid and start a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, I think at this point, these kids know each other for, like, two weeks right now. Yeah. 
Um, are there kids that you know that are that hyped to get married? No. Um, I think the only person who had a normal reaction to this was her sister. Her sister was like, you're 15, you can't do that. And then she was like, maybe I should get an abortion. She's like, yeah, you should do that. I'm just telling you, I think the only person who has any sense in this show is the younger sister. Well, yes, but also I'm saying like the only one who should decide if she has an abortion is her. Yes, and they did a good job. The What do you think about the school counselor? Later, okay, the school counselor takes Amy into his office, like, hints around if everything's okay, lets her leave, and then... Immediately is like, is it yours, to the other kid. Yeah, which... Uh, I had a real problem with that. What did you think? Uh, let's hear what you thought. What okay. you would have done in that situation. For those of you who don't know, she, uh, tell your story. Oh, I'm a master's in social work student right now and I am doing some counseling at the school. Now the guidance counselors at school have a little bit different training but I would assume that we have similar ethics. You can't talk about somebody else to someone else. And also like why does he feel so comfortable asking them like is it your baby? Is it that other guy's? Here's what you should do but like had the girl in his office and couldn't be like hey I I heard you might be pregnant would you like to talk about that? Did you notice anything about the way that he asked questions? It just sounded to me like he was, like, hinting at it. Yeah, I had a real problem with his questions being close-ended questions. How so? Okay, so, like, a close-ended question would be, like, if I ask you, so everything's all right right now? See, what were your answers if I say, so everything's all right right now? Yes or no. Yeah. An open-ended question would be if I said to you, how are you feeling today? Open-ended. See, my response to that question would be yes. (laughs) But he kind of was just like, so I assume everything's going good? Oh, so these are your plans? Like, he pretty much gave her the answer to all the questions. He didn't give her any leeway room to, like, sort of... Leeway? Yeah, like, opening a door to say more things. Also, like, if I was her... Okay, let's say you're her. And then later, you're talking to Ben, your boyfriend, and he's like, yeah, the counselor knows you're pregnant. How would you feel about that counselor? Uh, I don't know. No, I'm curious. I don't know. I'm not good at feeling for myself. I normally just go off of what other people say. Really? Yeah. You have no feelings yourself? I barely have, like, opinions. I don't know that I feel like... on, like, certain things. Okay, so you talk to somebody, and then later they tell you that someone else, and you they talked about them to you. Yeah. I don't know. If I were her, I'd be, like, not cool. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, oh, he couldn't talk to me about it, but he's yeah. in there talking to you about who the daddy is? FM. No? No, I just, I feel, like, weird agreeing with you. Why? Because if I said that I can't make up my own mind. Oh, yeah. I kind of asked you a close-ended question. Yeah. All right. You tell me what other parts you liked. Oh. About, like, the whole episode? Yeah. I didn't like any of it. Uh, all right. What stood out to you? Uh, what else happened? It's hard to remember. I mean, once, I think the best part of this show is just still that Ben's last name is Boykovich. Why? Boykovich. Um, I think that my brain just kind of, like, blocks it out after I watch it. 
It's really awful. Yeah. I why do we choose this show? Because it's so awful. It is. Okay, so um I have something else I want to talk about. I, as you listeners know, grew up super religious and like super involved in church. Um, went to Bible college. My parents were like super over the top with religion. Towns, on the other hand, has grown up with like pretty much no religion. Yeah. Okay. So what did you think? So there's this point where Ricky says to the girl, like he goes to church with her and he's hanging out with her and he's telling her like, first he has this like real attempt at an existential conversation, but not really. She was like, why does everybody lie to me? And he's all like... What is the truth? <laughs> Everyone has their own versions of the truth. Even when you learn the truth, is it the truth? I know. It, Did you like that? It, it was wonderful. It was like... It was, it was like a toddler wrote it. Yes. Okay, so he's like, no one's good. It's like somebody who's just trying to avoid telling the truth. Yeah. And he's like, people aren't good or bad. They're made up of good and bad. Except for you. You're well, all there, good. There's good and bad on both sides. <laughs> Were you referencing something there? No. Yeah, I was referencing um, the president of the United States. I don't remember. Donald Trump. Yeah, I know. But you could put it in context. I don't remember the context. It was white supremacist. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I said president of the United States because some of our listeners might not be from the United States. Oh, that's true. Um, Shout out to our listener in... Brazil? Yeah. What? What? We know where you're listening from. We're watching you right now. No, we need to keep our listenership in Brazil. Keep listening. Please. Um, speaking of listeners, I have a few shout-outs. Sure. Should I get those later with the questions? If you want to. Because I'm going to read what Ricky said to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, he said, People are good and bad, but you're so good. I'd love to hear your personal testimony. Because if it's your personal relationship with Jesus Christ that makes you such a great person, maybe I need to make some changes in my life and make myself worthy of being your friend. He said I need... Yeah, no. Yeah, that's what he said. I typed it as he said it. It really just sounds like me that he wants to, like, get close and bang her. Right. But uh, my question with you is, like, that wording, like, the personal testimony. Oh, and by the way, her response was lovely. Oh my God, I would love to witness to you. So this is my question to you. The personal testimony, the personal relationship with Jesus, the witness to you. Do those terms mean anything to you? No. Like, does it make sense? It makes sense. It does. Kind of. Because this is my thought. Like, those are all terminologies that we used in church. And really churchy people know those phrases, which means that this had to have been written by someone overly religious and annoying. And, like, I wouldn't think that Ricky had, like, Ricky grew up in foster care. I think he was molested. He's had a bad life. Like, why would he know these churchy terms? He went to church once. (laughs) He picked up the lingo really fast. Because he wants to get with this girl. Hey, he's a smooth talker. I mean... That's the worst pickup line I've ever heard. But it would have worked. No, it would have on her. It did. Can I be real blunt? Yeah. I was, like, in high school, I was that girl. Yeah. Overly religious, telling people what to do. Getting held up at, like, gas stations, having to fight people off with a beer bottle. I mean, technically, I, I wasn't able to fight them off with the beer bottle. 
Like, oh, uh, yeah, 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 bad things yeah, happened. But um, I would have been all up on that boy with that speech. Yeah. Oh my God, let me show you Christ. That sounds like a, like a, ooh. I think like we, a had, euphemism. we had a ton of euphemisms. Yeah. We'd be like, hey, is that a Bible in your pocket? Are you happy to Well, that's to just see like me? a euphemism for everything. You can say like anything with that. Yeah, I know, but we would make all the euphemisms religious because we thought it would make them okay. Did it? <laughs> I don't know. We were all like had had no action with any boys. I'd like to tell you a great story that my dad told me where he created his own like church group thing called ARC, Animal Renewal Through Christ. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He created like his own like church stand. Like he kept on telling people this like fake thing about Animal Renewal Through Christ. Yeah, because he wanted to save people's pets. Yes. Yeah, he set up a whole booth at, I know. at Bible College. I thought that was pretty funny. I yeah. think people signed up. Yeah, no, they did. Uh, he said that his favorite part was when um, his friend like looked in someone's eyes and said, or he like spoke to someone and said, you'll never truly know that if they say praise, but when you look in their eyes, you'll know. <laughs> I think that was his friend, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eric was his best man at the wedding. Ooh. We were so rebellious then. <laughs> did I ever tell you what we did for like rebellious fun in Bible college? What? If we get really like worked up, sometimes we'd drive around and we'd like swear really loud in the car. Wow. And we'd that's like, crazy. We'd yell like, motherfucker! And then wow. we would just like be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, and and at this point, we're probably like, I would have been 17 or 18 because I went to college early, but it was like, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> and and I think we sipped some wine at Thanksgiving. Ooh. Yeah. Blood of Christ. No, no. Our church was all grape juice. Uh, we, you can't even have wine for our communion. No? All right. Mm-mm. Okay. Everything was wrong. Everything. So, uh, we're gonna like cut ahead a little bit. We're gonna have some questions from the audience now and then we'll get back to it. Sounds good. Alright, um, please tell me it's been recording. Alright, <laughs> go for it, Towns. Who do we have a question from? Alright, so we have a question from um, uh, Ana Munoz. Ana Munoz? Yeah, and then Araceli Munoz. Araceli Munoz. Yeah. Are these real people? Yeah, no, they're real people. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they ask, tell us about uh, Jared Pickles. <laughs> okay. So I'm like broke as fuck right now. Like, Please give us money. No, no. We're not asking for money. But we are maybe not going to record those terrible commercials. So feel like if you... <laughs> Never mind. So anyways, I've been doing these like really lame surveys online where you like click through and click through and it'll be like, have you bought facial wipes? Have you bought this? Have you had any action with this? And I get to one and I turn to towns because a lot of them are like, have you seen this video game? Have you seen this? And it just, I'm kind of like scanning through it and I see this one and I say, towns, what is this? Like, do you know what Jared Pickles is? Like, is that a game? And towns, go ahead. What did I say? You were just like, are you serious right now? <laughs> and I'm like, I think that what I said was like, what the fuck is a Jared Pickle? And you looked back and you were like, oh, Jared Pickles. No, I swear you looked at it and you looked at me and we're like, are you serious did right I? now? <laughs> and I was just like, 
Oh shit! That was the biggest because <laughs> I looked at it harder, and it clearly said J A R R E D, which I had seen before. I thought that's a weird way to spell Jared. <laughs> Jared Pickles. <laughs> um, you want to tell people what Jared Pickles actually is? Jared Pickles. Jared Pickles. Jared Pickles. Jared. Jared Pickles. Are you saying Jard yeah. Pickles? Jard Pickles. You sound like you're saying Gerard Pickles. Gerard Pickles. <laughs> um, so now just constantly we'll look at each other and be like, Jared Pickles. <laughs> yeah, whenever like any of us make a mistake in what we say, we'll just respond with Jared Pickles. Who's the pumpkins guy? Um, <laughs> no idea. From SNL? Yeah. It's like, Don't know. Is it Jared Pumpkins? I don't think it's Jared Pumpkins. I don't Pumpkins. think so either. What is um, it? What are some more questions from our audience? Um, I have some more people, but I don't know their questions. All right. Uh, looks like Jordan here watched the episode. Actually, uh, I believe that is uh, Olivia Marsh, also known as Lulu. Okay. So Lulu watched the episode, and Lulu says... Um, well, but is Lulu someone that goes to your school? Yeah. This is a question for teenagers that go to school. Yeah, she's teenagers that go to school. You, well, then maybe she can answer it. All right. Okay, so the sleazy girl, who's actually, like, really smart and read 30 books over the summer and is, like, a genius, but only wants to go to school to study sex. Yeah, I mean, that's me, basically. <laughs> her shirt literally cuts off, like, right below her belly button, or right below her boobs. Yeah. And then it's just all midriff. Do you know what midriff means? Yeah, yeah. Are you allowed to wear shirts like that at school? Um, I believe so. Really? Like, you're allowed to just show your entire I mean, stomach and hips and belly button? I feel like it. Could you test this out? <laughs> would Lulu be willing to test this out? No. I believe you would be asked to put a shirt on. I don't know. But we are talking about someone who, like, walked down the hallway in a bra, too. Yes. But I just, I feel like they're taking it too far. Like, I don't know no. if kids would be allowed to dress like that. I, I'm not sure. For the record, when I was in high school, I was that skinny. And I spent those skinny years being a prude. And if I could go back, my belly button would have been out. My boobs would have been pushed up. I would have hussied my way around that school like nobody's business. Okay. Just saying. All right, um, I would like to give a shout-out to uh, Layla Stoverdurnt. No idea how to pronounce her last Sturbidurnt? name. Stoverdurnt? Stoverdurnt. Stur. <laughs> um, Stur. So, I have a story. Layla, um, she came to me, her friend, his nickname is Incel Ryan. Incel? Yep. Oh, no. He's not an incel, though. I hope not. They're he, the worst. He isn't. Yeah? Uh, involuntary celibate. Oh, I thought you meant... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not one of those. That's for some reason just a nickname. That's the meanest nickname I've ever heard anyone be given. I mean, he's he's fine with it. (laughs) Does he actually, like, get people of the opposite sex to pay attention to him? Yeah. He says that he's a girlfriend. Okay, good. Yeah. But why do you guys call him something so I don't know. Layla, Layla was like, oh, we call him Incel Ryan. Oh... I listened to this study on NPR talking. Can I finish my story? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Layla was like, I bet you can't seduce him. (laughs) And so I was like, sure. And Sheila was like, I'll give you $20 you can seduce him. So I was like, yeah, all right. 
So I like came to him out and I gave him an indecent proposal to pretend to date me for $10. Okay. He was like, nope. Then he went and told Layla that I made the indecent proposal. Oh. You know, maybe he would if we got you a new haircut and we got you taking care of yourself a little bit more. No, I'm good. Please let me help you. Also, my dad referred to like, like a bunch of my video games are just incel warrior. Oh, jeez. The incels are like scary. Yeah. And they're so sad. They're always like these dudes that are just like, I'm so fucking good. Why won't anybody date me? And then you're just like, oh, I feel kind of bad. I wish someone would date them. But God, I hate, I'd hate to see anyone actually have to spend time with them. Yeah. Like they've really worked themselves into a corner. Yeah. Like, they've made it impossible for anyone to date them, regardless of how much they change their personality. Because they're just... I, I don't know how somebody works themselves into such, like, an asshole corner. Yeah. Is there another comparison of people who do that to themselves in that I way? Not really. I just feel like... Oh, they're just the worst. Like, uh, in in this segment by saying, Ryan, not an incel. I hope not. No. I just, there's not that many groups of people that you look at and you're like, I think suicide's the only option for you. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying if your attitude and your personality are that much shit, how do you come so back from that? So you're telling people to go commit suicide? I mean, the incels, the really hardcore ones, I think it would take so much introspection and life change and letting their ego down and like not being so proudful and they're so worked up about it that I just don't see it being possible do you get what I'm saying yeah thoughts no stop being so quiet what you guys talk I used to tell people to go kill themselves just like the ones that are like on a website and it's all they do for days. Yeah, and then and they months. like plot out. The revenge. ones that have like went and done mass shootings. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone who does like a mass shooting could, should just kill themselves. No, I mean. No, I disagree because there are people that are just hurting and yeah, confused. Yeah. Those other guys are just like angry that they can't get someone to yeah. bang them. I, do, I don't know. I did listen to this thing on NPR about people who have jobs that their stress levels are just too high. Yeah. And like half the, like some of the people that they, um, that they interviewed were people who like follow incel groups for like the department of whatever safety, you know, like it's their job to keep an yeah. eye on stuff like that. And just that their like ability to bounce back and see good in life just diminishes so oh. much. I don't know. I that has to happen to you with, like, your social work. It does. I think that's why I was hospitalized. <laughs> or not hospitalized, but why I took leaves of absence yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, I would also like to say that, like, full-on incels that are beyond hope, hopefully there's only, like, 15 of those yeah. in the world. Just, like, how many pandas there are left. <gasps> Save the earth. Save the Nautilus, too. The Shout what? out to Dr. Berard. Save the Nautilus. Okay. All right. Whatever you say. I've taken us to a dark turn here. Yeah. Um, my apologies. Um, so I think in order to bring us back from that, we're going to do a little bit of this. Oh, yeah. The, all those goats are dying because the earth is dying. Oh. So imagine, like, that's like the dying cry of a goat because, like, the world is ending. This is what's killing the world. I mean, yeah, actually, because, like, farmers are, like, producing gas. 
It's greenhouse gases. All right. Uh, Causing the ice caps to melt. Towns and I are going to do a little cleanse here. Just a nice 16 second cleanse. That's enough. No, I'm still cleansing. I feel cleansed. I'm not clean yet. I'm cleansed. I'm not clean yet. Unclean. Oh. Um... I feel like there was someone else who, who asked me a question. I think it was actually uh, from you, Mom. What was my question? You asked question? me to tell everyone about Hearthstone. Oh, God, no. No, please, no. I would like to tell you all about... Um, Go ahead. What if... No, okay. I won't. I won't. Thank you. We'll save that for next time. We're at 28 minutes, so I think oh, we should stop. Right. I'm going to go through my notes and just make sure we didn't miss anything else. Um... Uh, so she's pudgy, not pregnant. Yes. By the way, that girl still weighs like 84 pounds soaking wet. There's like no baby bump. Oh, also like pastor kid says you shouldn't hang out with girls like that. But like, didn't he get a blowjob from the girl that he just told that to? Yeah. Like you shouldn't hang out with girls like that. But um, remember when you were, like, all episode trying to get me to have sex with you? The, the back alley blowy. Yeah. That is what I refer to it as. Yeah. In that episode. I think you're right. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's, like, very bad writing on yeah. their part. Like, if he's actually concerned about... I think they just wanted to add in someone in the show saying, oh, you shouldn't be seen with that person. Yeah, it's just, like, the worst person She's to say that. She's pregnant and having a baby. I'm ready for them to be like, you know you can't stay at school if you're pregnant. It's not a thing. It might have been at one point. Maybe. It shouldn't be now. No. So, do you think she'll say yes to that proposal? Uh, Probably, yeah. Yeah. But should she? I don't know. He's got money. Yeah. I mean, the wealth is good. What do you think? Should she have the abortion? Uh, I don't know. That's her choice. If okay, she, but like, let's say like, I don't. I'm not her. If like I felt comfortable having a child and felt like it would be well cared for, then yeah, I might have it. But also, excruciating pain. Uh, that part you get over. Do you? Yeah. I. But like the years of like lack of sleep. Yeah. That's much harder to get over. Well, you know, I'm surprised it's easy to get over because you constantly tell me 32 hours of labor. 31 and a half. I pushed for three and a half. All right. It was terrible. I know. And it was nothing compared to the three months of constant screaming following that. It was painful. All right. So, when you knock up your girlfriend, are you going to... I'm gay. I don't have a girlfriend to knock up. What if you're, like, walking and you accidentally fall into a girl's vagina? And then immediately... Like, splooge? Yeah, and then she'll be like, it only lasted two seconds. I'm not sure if that was sex or not. I'm sure we'll just be walking down the street. We'll both trip. Clothes will come flying off, and I will spill my seed in her belly. <laughs> spill her seed. What were we laughing about that the other day? I don't know. Oh, it was something funny. I can't remember. Oh, there was also a great inside joke at, at my, with me and my friends, which is AIDS Uno. Oh, I don't want to know. Well, it's, it's, it's like negative numbers. Like, two doses of AIDS means no AIDS. 
It's not how Uno works. Probably not how AIDS works either. You don't say. Um, so I think we're going to go ahead and break. Towns and I are going to play cribbage. Yeah, you get, well, let's just keep doing it. Let's play cribbage with it on. Let's do a cribbage podcast now. Okay, well, all right. So we will tell you that you can absolutely hang up or quit listening to this. Yeah. But we're going to continue to record our round of cribbage. You know, maybe we'll just end this and we'll start a new one of the cribbage. Yeah, that'd probably be a better thing to do. Yeah, well, let's just, wait, can I just... Oh, so we're just going to 